Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, it's hump day, it's Golden Globes announcement day. It's a great day to listen to the Lori and Julia show. Thank you, Brackle. Oh, we yeah. think so. We so, think yeah. it is. And yes, it is the hump day, and we couldn't be more delighted. It felt like it was just hump day not that long ago. (laughs) (laughs) Bragger. Uh, I know. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I see what you did. A little too much information. Uh Um, Happy birthday, Nathan Lane, by the way. He's our birthday boy. He's 65. Funny. Funny guy. He's hysterical. Gosh, Birdcage was on not too long ago with him and... um, Come on. Robin Williams. Yes, Mike Nichols yes. directed it. Yes. Uh, you know, so, one time I was I was at this pool in Miami and uh, with some buddies. I was down there for like a bachelor party and fun. I was feeling like top of the world and stuff. And these and these girls were kind of eyeing us and stuff. We were feeling, oh yeah, wow. She came over and she was like, you look just like Nathan Lane. Oh, like a, maybe you'd be his son or something? I don't know. No, was, that's not I, a that compliment. Is not at, all. at all. At all. Because, well, but maybe from a distance. You do. In a snowmobile suit. Yeah, this was probably about 20 pounds ago, too. So I don't know what she was thinking, but my friends still call me Nathan Lane when they Do they really? That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. That's oh, my gosh. Um, I was just thinking about that because they did a story on Mike Nichols and CBS Sunday Morning, and they were showing clips, you know, from The Graduate and birdcage and i that funny scene with robin williams martha graham martha graham oh it's hysterical just so funny okay julia it's that time of the year super bowl time of the year yeah and we're always delighted about um all the bizarre prop bets there are to bank on for super bowl should you want to do do some betting even if it's just amongst Friends. And a prop, what is a prop bet? So bet a mean? prop bet is almost any bet on the game with the exception of the point spread, what the total okay. final result Except will for be, the usual and bets. the money line. Okay. Those three, almost anything else is considered a prop bet. And it's just basically Got it. uh, betting on just the random, random things. So, of course, every year a prop bet is, you know, the Puppy Bowl winner. Is it going to be Team Fluff? Or Team Rough. Okay. Are those the names of the in this those year? Those are the names of the it's two teams. It's being hosted by Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Do you know that? It, They're no. hosting. That's brilliant. The pre-Puppy Bowl cook-off or something Good. is hosted by those two. So that's pretty funny. I love it. So, yeah, they're, they, they've been relocated to Glens Fall, Falls, New York. And uh, Fluff and Rough are going to duke it out for the Lombarki Trophy. I love it. I love that. <laughs> okay. I love Rocco, that. Rocco, have you ever made a prop bet? I mean, I've hosted Super Bowl parties where we make little bets like that. But yeah, yeah. a lot of these prop bets, you can't really do them like in Vegas. You have to like do them online or England or something. I'm giving ideas for people. Just at their Super Bowl party. Yeah, for amongst themselves. Okay, then here's another prop bet. Will How long will it take Jasmine Sullivan 
and or Eric Church to sing the U.S. national anthem because, um, like Whitney Houston's, how long 19, did it take? was just under two minutes. Jose Feliciano was one forty. Okay, Marvin Gaye went over two minutes, but he's Marvin Gaye, and um, well, this is a duet. And Demi Lovato sang for less than two minutes last year. So I would say I'd say it's going to be. You think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a in a duet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say two. Okay. You're going to okay. say over. Or just right on the diet. Yeah, I'm going to say over. Okay. All thank right. you. All right. Now here's another one. The coin toss. Heads or tails? Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm going to say heads. Well, here's what's here's what the story of the coin co- coin toss is. Okay. Odds sharks, which I only go to once a year, notes that heads has come up 25 times since the first Super Bowl, tails 29. Oh, so tails is when... So when you guys play heads or tails, what do you you guys usually call? Heads or tails? I'm more of a tails guy. I I usually go tails. Tails never fails. Yeah. And here's me, I'm ahead. There you go. So that's another prop test uh, uh, bet. Okay. What color is the Gatorade that'll be poured at the end? Red, blue, yellow, orange. Yeah, so that's one. Okay. Um, how many times will the chains be used for measurement? Oh, for first down. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's, that's detailed. That boys, is like detail. They don't care. They know I okay. know football. All right, how about this? And these this? are great if you're hosting a party or something. Yeah. Kind of keep people We're, interested. Because there's this so one? many parties that are going to happen. Right. Well, you mm-hmm. know, you might have a small party with a right? couple people and you want to make up... Have some excitement for the lack of people. There you go. All right, give me another one. Will the price of Bitcoin rise or fall during the game? And how do you even find out? Oh, you can just find out. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that's easy. Uh, What Tom Brady fact will be mentioned first? His age. Okay. His age, or no, number of Super Bowls appearances. Well, these are your two choices. CBS is calling the game, so we know that Tony Romo... Who Casey says is the best. He's so good. He loves him. Yeah, as a caller. But will everyone? Drool over everyone Tom Brady. loves Tony, Tony Romo. Do you like him? I I like him. I think he's yeah. funny. Yeah, he's I like funny him. and he's, and he's real. really good. Have you? I mean, if you're yeah. watching, a lot of times he'd be like, "This looks like a running play trap to the left," and then sure enough, it is. Yeah, and maybe like, that's why Casey is such he, a fan of him. And he's not like. He's a fan of the game, not of the people playing the game. If that does that yeah, make sense? Because I feel like he calls people. I mean, he's just isn't so fluffy, fluffy about him. I'm going to take age first. You're going to well. I said age, and then number of appearances. But those are no; those are the two. Yeah, between you got the two bets between what do you what do you think will be mentioned first, age or the tenth Super Bowl? So that that's a prop bet for you to have. I would pick age. Rocco, what are you picking? Whether they're going to say, I'd say the tenth Super Bowl. I would too. Okay. I'm going to say numbers. That's a well, pretty we'll big just deal. try and remember it our is. loose bets. Now I I'm don't even know. Down. I don't even know what this is. But for your real football fans, you can have a prop bet. Will there be a flea flicker attempt oh, yeah. in the game? That's a we know the put the play. Never. It depends on how far what part how far down. What do you think, Wacko? A flea flicker? What, what was the question? Will, will, will there be, there be a, will there be a flea flicker? Yeah, play. I, I'm going to go with no, but there have been trick plays in the Super Bowl. There was one here in Minneapolis to beat Tom Brady, the Philly special, where there was like a fake field goal. And the and kicker, they beat him. Yes. 
Tom the Brady Philly. lost one of his Super Bowls right here. Right, he did. That's right. All okay, right. now let's go get to my specialty pop Remember all the hullabaloo at the moment? That was that fun. That was so, so fun. fun. It feels like so many worlds Yeah. Ago. Okay, here's uh, halftime wardrobe changes. You can have... Uh, For the weekend? Yep. There's always wardrobe, like last year, you know, with Shakira and J-Lo, how many changes right. would it be? So there's that. Also, there's a prop bet. Will Ariana Grande show up on stage yes. to sing a portion of a song? Yes. Will The weekend mention Canada? Because he is Canadian. Yeah, he oh, I is. didn't know that. He and is Canadian. Mm-hmm. Going back to a football bet, how many times will Bill Belichick's name be name dropped? Former coach. Mm -hmm. So these are yeah. Because this will be Brady's first Super Bowl without him. Yes, it is. So he's kind of amazing. And in in the interviews this week, you know, I have not been a fan of his just because Bill Belichick. I think, and um, you know, our Montana family is like my nephew wrote. They they love him. Wrote Tom Brady a a letter. Yeah, a letter when he was like. 10 years old, and they're so in love Did with him. Did he hear back from him? I don't think so, but okay. they're so in love with him in Montana, and they're like, would always be like, you you Minnesota people, you just don't like him because of Bill Belichick, because he was a former coach of the Vikings, I and then he was know. a cheater. I did not know. Um, was he here? Yes, he was here. Maybe. You might want to double check yeah, and maybe. cover for me, but I'm pretty sure he I know was. Pete Carroll was here. Tony Dun- Dungy Dungy was here. Lou Holtz was here. There are several people who were here. But they I mean, come, Vikings. They come through. Vikings. Yes. That yes. They were Viking coaches. I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick was here, wasn't he? I'm looking at his Wikipedia. That if someone calls it, and tells us where we're I don't think this. he was. but Really? I thought he was. Well, anyway. Um, but they're just like, you got to get on the Tom Brady fan wagon. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I can do it this year. Yeah. But my mom's in love with Patrick Mahomes. That got her through COVID, I think. <laughs> watching him. My mom's yeah. in love with him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm watching my team, my guy. Yeah. You know, that so really got, cause she used to be a Packer fan, you know, forever because she grew up in Wisconsin. But I didn't ever know for her to make big points, at least since I've known her, to like stay home on Sunday. No, she is in love with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I know. She he is. has changed her life. Thank God, because she's staying home every day. That's right. All right. Except for when she goes out to get matches. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Well, we'll always love you, Golden Globes, but that doesn't mean we always understand you. I laughed so hard this morning. Casey happened to be home when they were reading. It was Sarah Jessica Parker and Taraji P. Henson reading from their houses on two different coasts. And SJP started first on NBC on the Today Show. And Casey goes, what the hell? Why is she reading scroll paper? She was reading... From something that was like double what an eight and a half by 11 was long way across, holding it like a scroll. And well, you I know said, she's blind. She doesn't want to wear her glasses. She doesn't want to wear her glasses. And these were printed yep. really big for her. So I was like, good observation, uh, Casey. But after, and we're going to go into them a little bit more in depth a little bit later, but Dave... Carger, who um, is the the Today Show, he does a lot of movie and TV reviews, and he always gives uh, the four one one his breakdown on the Golden Glo- Globes, like the snubs, the surprises, and what were the big big surprises. Here we go. Were there any that you thought you'd see on the mm-hmm. list that didn't make it? Yeah, honestly, there's a movie called The Five Bloods, yeah. um, directed oh, yeah. by 
movie that did extremely well on Netflix this summer, and I was expe- I love the movie, and I was expecting some big nominations there, but uh, the film was not nominated, and neither was Delroy Lindo, who does such a fantastic job with the movie. Instead, the nominees for Best Actor, who are all fantastic, Riz Ahmed for my favorite movie of the year, Sound of Metal, that's on Amazon right now, Chadwick Boseman, a posthumous nomination for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, uh, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, a movie that hasn't been released yet, uh, a movie can come out before the end of February and be eligible for the Golden Globes. So people are wondering, what is this Anthony Hopkins movie, The Father? It's a wonderful movie where he plays a man suffering from dementia, and it's a wonderful performance, but it hasn't really been seen yet. Gary Oldman for Mank, and then another movie that hasn't been released uh, called The Mauritanian, and that was the fifth nominee for Best Actor, Tahar Rahim, a newcomer, and he acts opposite Jodie Foster in this movie, plays a prisoner at Guantanamo Bay. So that's a performance to look out for, but he really kind of got that spot over Delroy Lindo. So there you go. And of course, you know, people were also like with the five bloods, they're like the golden globes. They, what do, do they not like Spike Lee? Both of his kids are Mr. And Ms. Golden Globes. Yeah, they are Mr. Anyway, this well, year. Okay. That's okay right. here's, here's another one. Are you surprised that Bridgerton didn't get nominated? Very much so. That was one that I thought was a sure thing, uh, especially because the Golden Globes really do like to anoint, you know, the hot show of the moment. And I think they did that uh, with, you know, the Queen's Gambit. And I'm sure that that was nominated for Best Limited Series. That's a category that hasn't been announced yet. But instead of Bridgerton, they went with The Crown, Lovecraft Country on HBO, The Mandalorian, Ozark, and then Ratchet. So I think that was a bit of a surprise yeah. to see to see in there. I, obviously, we knew that Sarah Paulson would get nominated for Best Actress in a, in a series, but to have the show in there, too, I think that was a bit of a surprise. I to couldn't believe Bridgerton get, didn't get and anything. And that Ratchet got the spot. First of all, it's a, it's a limited, one and done. Yeah, a it's limited, not even a I series. couldn't believe it. And, yeah, I, didn't, and I also was surprised I, This Is Us True. didn't get anything. There's no, like, never. That was the big snub. I thought Network that was TV. Network TV got like nothing. Nothing. Netflix Netflix is smoking their big cigar crossing their feet. Yes, they are. Saying, eh, who's got the BD today, Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hear one more from okay. Dave Yeah, I think this is about uh, your guy, Kevin Costner. Okay. So I was surprised that they see anything from Yellowstone, the Kevin Costner series. Mm-hmm. You know, both Kelly Riley, who plays Beth, and, and Cole Hauser's Rip Wheeler. I thought those were just two standout performances. Would you put that on a snubs list? I, I would, and I do think that Yellowstone, which is a very popular show, I think has a decent shot to get nominations from the SAG. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Awards, which has a much larger voting body than the Golden Globes, which is only about 90 journalists. So I think sometimes the kind of less sexy shows that get overlooked by the Golden Globes can come back in a big way with some other award shows. Emily in Paris made the list. Did that surprise you? And the undoing, like it seems, uh, it got a ton of things, right? It got like three or four uh, nominations. Yeah, I'm trying to train myself to say Emily in Paris like they, like they want me to. <laughs> Times that that was a little bit of a surprise showing there, but as far as the undoing, Nicole Kidman is an absolute favorite of the Golden Globes, as she should be because she does amazing work whenever she does anything. I loved the undoing, and I knew that was going to be a big player. But what you're seeing this year is that the limited series categories are just as exciting as the typical drama series or yeah, comedy yeah. series. Categories. Because those series are, are the ones that are kind of the water cooler, if you can have a water cooler moment uh, on Zoom. Um, that, those are kind of the shows that everyone seems to be talking about, that and wow. Queen's Gambit. And I mean, seriously, they're everything, nothing is on network. No, I know. It, there really isn't. And and it is interesting what he said about the limited series and the, the lead actor categories in TV shows. I mean, because all the good roles seem to have been in the limited series. Right. And I thought, you know, Hugh Grant was absolutely, he was hands down the best part of the undoing. Right. For me. And I was glad if they have to nominate the crown again, you know, I was glad that the guy who played Prince Charles was in there. But... You're right. I mean, it's always kind of been a hit or miss with uh, um, the Golden Globes. I mean, even James Corden getting a nod for prom and people said he was just so-so. And that movie even got a nod. But that is exactly the kind of movie that the Golden Globes love. Yet they snubbed Sophia Loren, who was absolutely terrific in uh, this movie that where she plays and. A re- older retired prostitute yes. who watches the children of other prostitutes, and she's just kind of got a world weariness. But it's it's amazing. She's amazing, and it? and it was really a great movie. So yeah, I was glad it, Lovecraft got nominated. But Bridgerton, what a huge, what a huge, huge. I thought I so too. But it. Ratchet is the one that came in there. Yes. And things. But the other one that we were excited about is that um, Kelly, Kaylee Kiyoko so great. got nominated for Best Performance. That's going to be a tough category. Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series, Musical, or Comedy. Give it to me. Lily Collins, Emily Imperi. No, she's not going to win. She was delightful, though. But not going to win. Kaylee Kiyoko. Yes. Flight Attendant. Al Fanning the Great, which none of us watched, but everyone said it was That's good. Great. And I tried to watch it once. Okay, and I so thought, we got to give it another try. I guess. Jane Levy um, for Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and she's darling. Yeah. And then Catherine O'Hara for Poops Creek. I feel like I think Poops it's between Creek Catherine and, and Kelly Cuoco. Yeah. That's, those are the two my two favorites. But boy, nothing on a network. No. And all the poop creep people creeps, got it. They all got it. They got it again. Do yeah. you think they'll get it? Because they did such a sweep at the Emmys. Do you think they'll get it for this too? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But Amy Poehler and Tina Fey will be hosting the Golden Globes February 28th from two separate. All right. We're going to go from a great book to switch back to the Golden Globes. Yes. Uh, our friend out in the Twitterverse, Panda, says she likes This Is Us like we do, but she says it hasn't been as good this year. It Well, it's deep. It's because it's got the COVID is in it. It's yeah. part of the storyline. And I, I get why they do it. But I, I don't like it as much. I would agree because it's so deep. In the, in the so I, I'm okay with it not getting Golden Globes. 
All right, fine. Okay. Um, I'm very, very happy that Riz Ahmed got nominated for Sound of Metal. Rocco, have you watched no, that, that yet? No, that is on my list. That I looks am, like something I Tell us dig. about what that is again, Lori. Okay, Sound of Metal. Riz Ahmed plays Akina's girlfriend. They live the van life, and they go, and they play like places like 7th Street Entry. Oh, and he's losing his hearing, He's right? the drummer. Yes. And she's the singer. Yes. And they're madly in love, and they're kind of, you know, like they're doing it, but it's like a you know, hard scrabble life, but they like, they, for them it's working. Right. But then as he's losing, well, he loses his hearing and uh, he's doing the one job in the world that you shouldn't be doing when you, if you've got hearing loss, Yep. playing tiny little clubs at a high decibel. Yep, got it, got it, got it, got it. So okay. he's losing the thing he loves. So he got nominated, and it's the first time two Muslims have been nominated in the same category at the Golden Globes because um, Tahir Rahim was nominated for a movie which we've not seen called The Mauritian. Yeah. If I'm saying that right. Oh, yeah, they said it on the, is it Mauritanian or Mauritanian, yeah. I like how you <laughs> I like how I, I can't said believe it. there's a Mauritanian and a Mandalorian involved. I know it. I know it. And then Olivia Coleman, Coleman got nominated. She's in the Anthony Hopkins movie. Yes, we haven't seen the father. the father. And then she's nominated for the crown. Uh, Jillian Anderson tweeted a picture of herself and just said, my happy face for my Golden Globes knob. And then she gave a nod to everyone else in her category, like Julia Garner from Ozark. Yeah. Who I'm, she's, so good in that part. Yeah. I, in in Ozark. And then, you know, Helena Bar- Bonham Carter. Yeah. There's other people. But um, here's a little bit about, I just want to let people know, because this father, is, we talked about it earlier, and we just talked about it again, this Anthony Hopkins movie. It comes out on the 26th. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are loving that with Olivia Coleman and Anthony mm-hmm. Hopkins. And then the other one that we've been talking about that's been nominated is Nomadland. Oh. And that comes out in Hulu. It's in movie theaters now, but it comes out on Hulu on two nineteen, so the nineteenth of this month. Yeah. So both of those are happening. And this that month. that best actress in the motion picture drama. So it's Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and that's yep. basically about people in their sixties living sort of a nomadic lifestyle. Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and she is. You can't take your eyes off of her. She just yep. is fully embodies that character. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, which people said is amazing, but I don't know I, how to watch it yet. I feel like you can, though. Maybe. Um, Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Yes. And, and Andrew which I Day heard was amazing. amazing. And then Andrew Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday. So you've got... You know, two biopics and then three pretty intense emotional performances yeah. in, in that. So that's kind of exciting. And in the director, Golden Globes nominated three, count them, three women. Of course, it'll probably go to one of the guys Whatever. that are nominated. That, but that's that pieces kind of, of the woman with Vanessa Kirby, who we know from The Crown originally, that is on Netflix, Lori. Pieces of a woman. Yeah, pieces of a woman. So we can watch that now. Every time Casey goes to, I go, let's watch that. And then he reads the description and he says, "I, you watch that without me. And so, Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Rocco, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Did your wife ever say that to you about shows? You uh, watch yes, that without yeah. me. Yeah, anything that with guns and yeah. gangs and But I drugs think he and... like that would be a movie uh, the sound of metal. 
Yeah, that definitely looks like something I would dig. And she would like it, too. Okay. Because it is a romance, too. Mm-hmm. Because what happens, you know, when the person you love loses a thing, also they love. So they oh. love you, but they love this. Right. They're, they're you know. Shiny, shiny bright object. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is a, you know, it is a love story. It's really, it's that, that movie. And then I was glad to see that. I know some critics didn't like it, but I was glad to see the, um, the Chicago Seven get nominated. Right. Sasha Baron Cohen got going, got nominated for his Borat movie and the trial right. of the Chicago Seven. So he's kind of, and I, I was delighted, Bill Murray, for that delightful movie on the rocks. His performance is everything in that movie. I haven't seen that. That is a fun one, Rocco. You should you yeah. put that on your list. The one that's kind of jumping out at me because I heard mixed things on it was that Palm Springs movie. Ah, oh, okay, I saw this movie. And it was, you didn't like it. I didn't. You know what? I did not really like that movie. It was okay. It was okay, but it's very. I don't know if I'm even using the right word to describe it. Kind of an existential experience, man. That sounds like something I'd like. I yeah. know, Rocco. So you might right, like I'll it. Check that out. Yeah. And I like Palm Springs. And and well, we love Palm Springs, but yeah, it it's it's funny, but it's one of those you got to think funny. You know, it's saying a message. Andy Samberg is funny. It's clever. I've never seen anything like it. But I kind of like you know, Manx got a lot of nominations, right? You know, and that's the movie about the making of the movie. Citizen Kane, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, and yes. That, I originally saw that being portrayed like on Sunday morning and it looked good, but they, I've never got myself to do it. You know what I was dragged into last night? Because Amanda Seyfried also got nominated for that for well, playing Marion Davies. Okay. And Gary Oldman. and when, so, That got like six nominations. But I mean, I, if nothing else, people are saying there isn't anything to watch. You can go look at your Golden Globe of movie List. and TV yes. nomination See what shows you there's missed. a lot on here I haven't seen. Right. And the actress from Best Actress in a Motion Picture, um, Maria Baklava, she got it for Borat. She's pretty funny. Yeah. You should watch it. I know it. You the know one what? TV show I was mad about that they didn't nominate, and I kind of thought they would, because usually Golden Globes does like the cutting edge. I May Destroy You oh, that on was HBO. Oh, so good. No, that was a good... That's a good Where show. was the love for that? That was kind of surprising to me. But anyway, and Callie Coco had her husband film her reaction because, of course, everyone was probably telling her you're going to get nominated. But it, it was, was really sweet, sweet her reaction because... For the flight attendant. Yeah, That's she so produced good. it. She actually bona fide read the book and then called yep. her agent and said, I have to option this. Yep. I mean, that's the dream thing we want to have happen with a book. And we forgot to ask Susan today if anyone optioned Landslide. But that would be very specific because you'd have to. Although you could film in Vancouver. (laughs) Vancouver could look like Maine. Well, it looks like every other state. It really does. It looks like every place in the world right That's now. where Big Sky is filmed. That's where uh, Riverdale is filmed. Okay, I, gotta, I need to go off the Golden Globes okay, for a second. Fine. Okay, so I think, Lori, have you watched all the seasons of Peaky Blinders? I haven't watched any of them. Why? Casey started watching that show without me, and then... Okay, one of my kids was all. over last night. Yeah, and Casey's told your boys yes. to watch that show. Yes, yeah, so he... He was willing to go back to episode one. With that, you. with that is a serious 
show. It's, yeah, C- Cillian Murphy's yeah, in that, right? Yeah, it's good. Rocco, did you ever watch that no, show? No, I have friends Pinky. that like that, though. Yeah, yeah I would. I, Casey told me, he goes, you would love this show. You would, Lori. You know, it's, it's like so our son's your alley. Yeah. yeah. But well, Casey... My son thought it was better than Sopranos. Yeah, Casey started it without me, and then he just continued without me. And I think he watched it on Wednesday nights when I met Bowling. Oh. So, you know... Gosh. I'm, I'm just going to say... I'm just going to say that... All know, right. I just started that. It was good. I could catch up, but I know I won't. I know you won't either, because there's going to be a Real Housewives episode that you're going <laughs> to need to catch more than that. We'll be right back. Stay with us. All right, our LoJ Book Club lovers, we've got a great book for you. We're so delighted that Susan Conley is joining us. Maybe you've read uh, Elsie Come Home, but we are new to Susan Conley, and we just read her beautiful, wonderful, amazing book, Landslide. So, Susan, thanks for being with us. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Susan, we loved your book um, so much. We have questions for you, but we want you to give a setup of your story to our listeners. Okay. Thank you Mm -hmm. so much. Um, A mother and two teenage boys on a small island in Maine, and she's basically got to raise them herself, and she calls them her wolves. Her husband's been injured in a fishing accident. How will she? How will she deal? Mm-hmm. And how will she not lose her boys? It's 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 such. It, well, Julia, you're a mom have, of two boys. I have, my boys are 24 and 25 now, but I just could relate so much because I know you're a mother as well, Susan, of two 20 somethings mm-hmm. or somewhere in there. I am. And, and yeah. the way you describe the relationship that a parent goes through, but specifically a mother, because you're a mom writing from mm-hmm. your perspective, about what do I say, what pushes them so they'll still talk to me, what's too much, what's too little, how, just the way you navigated all that, I it's such a fine line trying to get young boys to talk to their mom. I just could so relate to it. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad to hear that. That really was my greatest hope for this book, was to really look at how, moms in particular can connect mm-hmm. and really kind of like demystify this idea that the boys don't have emotion. Right. You know? And yeah. And, yeah. And just some of the things that happen. I mean, the husband is in a tragic accident, starts out that way. You know, Lori's husband, my brother, Lori's married to my brother was in a tragic accident. So you could oh kind of relate God. to some of that stuff. That, and, you know, the he was in a hospital bed in our living room for two and a half years. And it's only oh now, you know, through the fog of, you know, it's been 15 years and all of that. But when I look back on it, that made us stronger. But it also could have ended us, too. You know, mm-hmm. and so you're you're writing that emotional fine line that Jill is is skating and also... I was really like, how much research did you do about fishing in Maine? I'm worried about the fishermen of Maine. Same. same. And you should be. You should be. Yeah, I did a lot. I did a lot of research. And, you know, if you live on the coast of Maine, like I do and where I grew up, you know that fishing is 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 teetering here. Mm-hmm. And I know so many people in the fishing industry, and I wanted to I wanted to celebrate them and shine a light on that um that that issue here because it's kind of one of our 
brands here in Maine. It's what we are. We think of ourselves as a fishing state, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and it it's, made yeah. it made me think of like the fishermen up on you know northern in, Minnesota, yeah, Lake Superior mm-hmm. and stuff. You know that would go out and it's 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 not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. Uh, no, I know. This I mean, is... and there's so few left, and there's many reasons for it. But it 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 actually could it could get better here. It could. Good. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's hopeful. Yeah. So if you're just joining us, we're talking with. Susan Conley, it's our first time um, reading one of her books. The book is Landslide. Um, I, I just remember when I came in, because I started it before Lori, and um, Susan, we have a book on a week at least, an author interview a week, mm-hmm. and I was so happy to start something before Lori because she's such a faster reader, and I'm like, oh, Lori, <laughs> she gets the mom-son thing. She gets the mom-son thing, and, and I think it would probably, because I've never had daughters, so I, don't, I have sisters who have daughters, mm-hmm. and listen to how they interact, and it feels easier in some ways but harder in other ways, but around the emotions of teenage boys, mm. it just was so compelling. Yeah. Was this hard for you to write this book? Mm. Well, first, thank you so much. Um, I would say no. I think, you know, I went into this book. It's my fifth book, my fourth novel. Um, and I went in with a really open mind. And I would say, I'll use the phrase open heart. I actually knew I'd bring a lot of comedy to it. Yes. Because that's how you have to meet teenage boys, I think. Um, you meet them with some comedy, and then, as you said, you find out where you can make your little your little inroads. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's well, so and, true. And, and all, I'm not, you know, a, a mom, but my sister has had has two boys, and they were like a year and a half apart in age, like Julia's boys, but oh, wow. I remember... You know, when they entered what she called monosyllabia. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and then the boys fought with each other. They were either their best friends or they were fighting. But I, I like, I, I just remember her talking to me about it, but I don't think I really understood like her complete bewilderment. <laughs> Yes. And she referred yeah. to her boys as wolves. He did? Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 That that was one of the first things I landed on for the novel was, oh, they're, they're the wolves, and there's the older wolf and the younger wolf, and they'll be very different. One's, like, much more of a science kid. Mm-hmm. One is much sportier. And they have this fierce love. But then, like you said, they're they're, like, wrestling all the time and about to hurt each other. And then they're cuddling and yeah. cuddling with, with Jill, the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and the mom, Jill, in this novel, you know, she is not me, but I, I you know, I she, she has parts of me in her. And I do. I admire her because she she learns to say less a lot with them, mm-hmm. you know, just to to say less, to listen and, and then to try to find humor a lot. It's, I think it's key. Well, the book is Landslide. We're talking with Susan Conley. Susan, you're lovely. We've I've never, ever, 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 ever been to Maine. Neither have I. And, either, and, and, and we always think it's because we can go up to the North Shore of Superior, and we were like, we feel like that's Maine. There's <laughs> islands, and, you know, it's craggy and rocky. There's not True. lobster, but there's other fish. But we really should go to you Maine. Should. It's, 
it's it, you should you should it's a beautiful beautiful place and I think you'd feel kind of at home here. You know, I have a lot of family actually in Minneapolis, you do? so I was so oh. thrilled that you were inviting me on the show. I have beloved aunts and uncles and cousins, so I kind of know I know your world because I've been there several times. Did you tell oh, people to tune in today? Yes. Oh, good. I hope they're listening. Do you want to say hi to anybody? Know. I'll say hi to Lynn and Hans. Oh, Linden Hans, that's so good. Yagdala Enta Svenska. Larry likes to throw it out there. Okay, so um, Susan, what great books have you read lately? We love asking people that. Ah, uh, let's see. What have I read? God, I've been reading so many good books. Oh, I loved um, Dear Edward. Have you heard about Dear Edward no. by Anna uh, Napolitino? Um, it was technically 2020 but the premise sounds crazy but most novels sound crazy i think when you describe Mm -hmm. them yes the plane crashes there's one survivor and he's a teenage boy oh and he has to decide to live and he lives with an aunt and it sounds far-fetched but it's very realistic very well done all right, well, that, that um, sounds good. I mean, because one of our favorite books we read last year sounded crazy to describe the invisible life of Addie Daddy LaRue. Oh, right. You yeah, know? yeah. They all sound crazy. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, on the surface. And then, you know, um, what do you say? Because you teach, um, you, you've taught writing and mm-hmm. you do workshops. What do you say to somebody who says, I just really want to write, but I just... I don't think I can, or, you know, they kind of have this, like they are expressing they want to, but then they're self-defeating at the same time. What do you say to people? Mm. Usually I say, honestly, go, go find some, some community to write in um, a writing workshop. Mm -hmm. There's so many now where you can find people um, in these great, great writing groups online, you know, certainly here on the East coast. And, but it, it doesn't really matter where you, where are, you are right now. I, I've been running workshops with people all over the country and I'm amazed how much um, bold, bolder they get, how much more confidence they get when they feel supported in the group. Okay. And know? we have the loft literary center. Yeah, we, do we know right people here. who have gone yes. there. Oh, that I mean, that's, a, that's an amazing place. How do people like, if people want to connect with you or they've, you know, is it Facebook that you, Twitter, how do you oh, like people to find um, you? For me, SusanConley.com is my okay. website and it has my email right on there. Okay. And it has all kinds of scoop about my private teaching and my whole, all my work. So that's okay. a great place to go. All right. Wonderful. Oh. Well, we really, I thought Landside was just, I mean, it was just beautiful, uh, wonderful and um just, it was really quite a journey to go on yes. with this family. Oh, I'm so I'm so moved by that. Thank you. I mean, it just came out yesterday, oh. so it's not. This is all wonderful news for me to hear. You know, I'm starting to just hear it for the first time. Yeah, and the cover oh. is really fantastic. We are we're cover people. Yeah, and we do judge books by the cover. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love that cover. I love that cover. It's great. Well, what a treat you. to meet and you. Geez, look at your the good names you have that gave you advanced praise. Judy Bloom. I know, right? One of oh. my heroes from when I was growing up. And That's... I'm going to do an event with her in March. Oh, you can't are? wait. How fun. Yeah. Can we find out about that on SusanConley.com? 
Yes, okay. you sure can. That's going to be at her bookstore that she owns down in Key West, and, and that's going to be really fun, that one. Oh, but there's that's many. wonderful. Um, so you're actually, oh, yeah. how exciting to go out on the road again. It's been a, it's been yeah. a, how nice to have that on the calendar. Well, it has been our treat meeting you. The book is Landslide. We have two copies to give away to listeners right now. If you haven't got a book recently, give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. Hello Susan. to your family. Maybe they'll listen to us all the time now. But yeah. Susan, what a treat for us to meet you. Thank you so much, both of you. It's been such a fun little time for me. I right. really appreciate it. Good. Best and of, of course, luck. pick up Landside yes. at a local bookstore, Absolutely. please. We'll be right back.